Welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for January 18th, 2018. Short four-game slate for Thursday, and I'm recording this by myself again, so this won't take very long, I'm guessing. Probably 10 minutes or so, maybe even less, uh, but if you guys are listening, you already know, because you can look at the time on the podcast. Uh, Wednesday was an interesting slate, because I've been running hot in DFS the last few days going into that slate, and... Boy, that one go to shit pretty quickly. We had Jordan Bell got hurt, what was it, 20 seconds into the game, just got dunked on by Robin Lopez, which is so humiliating that just his ankle gave out on him, I guess is what happened. And then we had the late games. We had Sir Michael Malone decided, hey, you guys know how much fun that small ball lineup was yesterday and how well Jokic played with uh, all the little guys around him that could shoot? We're going right back to the Mason Plumley lineup, so... That game actually hasn't started yet, but I'm going to assume ahead of time that it didn't go well. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Will Barton and Jokic and Gary Harris will have great games, but I highly doubt it with Mason Plumlee in the starting lineup, but we will see how that goes. So for the four-game slate we have here, there's actually a decent amount of value for a four-game slate, and maybe there'll be even a little bit more by the time the game starts tomorrow. First game on the slate here is the Orlando Magic at the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is a pretty good game to stack. It should be really high scoring. Two teams that play pretty fast pace and have bad defenses. From the Magic side of the game, Aaron Gordon's down to 7,500. He has not been playing well recently. But on a four-game slate, I'm, uh, I think it's worth betting on his upside. He correlates really well with Alfred Payton, so I think they make for a nice combination. Uh, Bismack Biombos had a few really big games in a row, but he's pressed up to 6,200 now. He only played 29 minutes last game, despite a pretty strong performance. And if we're going to see him keep playing like 25 to 29 minutes as a starter, he's playing 28 minutes per game, he's just not going to keep blocking, what is it, like three, four shots per game. So I think this is a good fade spot for Biombo. It's probably going to be pretty chalky in GPPs. One guy I do think could be pretty interesting is we have Maurice Spates as questionable to play. If he's out... Kem Burke. Let's see, what is his price at now? Burke is priced at 3300 Last game he played only 19 minutes, but he was pretty efficient. Scored 34 fantasy points with a double-double in 19 minutes. Maybe earned himself a couple extra minutes of playing time if, uh, if Spates is out again. And the other thing, too, is just on such a small slate, there's not going to be any like real ridiculous cheap punts. So maybe Ken Burke at 3,300 makes sense if you really want to go stars and scrubs on the slate. Uh, from the Cleveland side of the game, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill of, in GPPs, fade LeBron with Isaiah Thomas in the starting lineup until LeBron's price goes down. So LeBron at 11,300. I much prefer to roster Isaiah Thomas from the Cavs side of the game at 5,700. So Thomas played 32 minutes last game against the Warriors. The minutes restrictions coming off. He's only 5,700. Last year at his peak, he was priced over 10,000. He's not going to be at that level again playing with LeBron. But I think it's reasonable to expect that he ends up being a player in like the seven to 8,000 range. So at 5,700, the price is only going up from here. I think he's a fine play. Kevin Love down to 7,400. I think that he's a good play too. So I think it could be a little contrarian to stack this game and maybe go like Alfred Payton and Aaron Gordon with Isaiah Thomas and Kevin Love. And I think that there's a lot of upside there. The next game on the slate, the Philadelphia 76ers at the Boston Celtics. 
For the Sixers, uh, J.J. Redick is out with, what was it, a quad injury, I think is what it's officially called. Uh, So, yeah, quad injury, not playing. Jared Bayless is going to start in his place. So maybe people might think to roster Bayless, but I don't think that he's the appealing play here. Jared Bayless has started 10 games this year, playing 31 minutes per game as a starter, but only scoring 18 DraftKings points. The guy who I really think is a better play for about the same price tag is TJ McConnell at 4,400. McConnell's a much better permanent producer than Bayless, and we saw last game with Redick sit with uh, Reddick getting hurt late in the game. Extra minutes for McConnell. He ended up playing 32 minutes, scored 45 fantasy points. I think the McConnell's a pretty good value play. And then Joel Embiid, he might be my favorite guy to pay up for on the slate. He's at 9,400. And then even Ben Simmons, not somebody who I'd have like a ton of exposure to, but I think he's worth being in the player pool. He's only down at 7,900. He's really struggled lately. It's hard to figure out why it is that he's not playing well. Is he getting a little fatigued? Is it a kind of thing where his game's a little gimmicky and defensive figured him out? Uh, but still, I'd say if you're making, say, like 10 or 20 lineups, I think it's worth putting Simmons in one or two of them that he's priced below 8000 uh, From the Celtics side of the game, it's really hard to draw too much of a conclusion right now because Kyrie Irving and Marcus Smart are both questionable to play. So if one or both of them are out, there's a ton of value in the Celtics' backcourt. Uh, Terry Rogier at 4700 stands out as being the most obvious value play. There would be more usage going to Al Horford at 7,000. He would have to run the offense if Kyrie Irving's out. So this kind of wait and see who's in, who's out, because I think there could be some good value here on the Celtics side of the game. The next game here is the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Houston Rockets. As of now, Jim Harden is expected to play in this game. But from the uh, from the uh, why can't I think of their name? The Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves side of the game. Uh, Jeff Teague at 6,300. I'm off him because he's going to be guarded by Chris Paul. Uh, really a lot of fair pricing. I think Butler now up to 8,800. Cat is at 9,100. We've got Wiggins at 5,800. Nobody really stands out as a strong play from the Minnesota side of the game for me. And then from the Rockets side of the game, James Harden is playing. He's only expected to play about 25 minutes. So he's not rosterable at 10,500 in that amount of playing time. But then him coming back, one of the issues too is he's going to take some of the ball handling responsibility away from Chris Paul. He's still priced up a little bit from extra production when Harden was out. So I think it takes Paul out of play. Uh, Eric Gordon's out of play now because he comes out of the starting lineup. So overall, I think this is not really that strong of a game to target, even though it's going to have a really high over under uh the only way that i think that this game really comes into play is if it ends up being that harden is some kind of setback tomorrow and isn't able to play then i think chris paul comes into play uh but as of now i I think that the other two games present more value on this slate and then the last game the late night hammer the indiana pacers at the portland trailblazers trailblazers underrated defensive team i think they are now sixth in defensive efficiency Let's see if that's correct. Maybe it's seventh. I know they're somewhere near the top, and they also play at a fairly slow pace. They've been one of the faster-paced teams in the league over the last couple of years. Not really the case anymore. Portland, uh, seventh in defensive efficiency. So not a great spot for the Pacers either. Uh, let's see. We have Thaddeus Young at 5,300. What have his minutes looked like since 
Miles Turner got hurt. He played 36 minutes last game, 25 minutes in a blowout, then 39 minutes against the Cavs. So I think the Thaddeus Young at 5,300, he makes for an interesting play just because of how many minutes he's been playing. And then uh, same with Sabonis at 6,000. He actually, weirdly, he has played less minutes since Miles Turner got hurt than he was before. Let's see. What's the reason for that? Foul trouble in a couple of games, and then a couple of blowouts. So, yeah, I think Sabonis is fine to play also. I think Sabonis and Thaddeus Young are the strongest plays from the Pacers side of the game. From Portland, let's see. What are their minutes looking like in the prices here? We've got Dame Lillard at 8700 I think that's an okay spot to pay up for. Jusuf Nurkic at 6400 Let's see. What does his production look like? Also a really strong matchup against the Pacers. So Nurkic, he's been really up and down this year. He has a lot of games where the minutes limit either due to foul trouble or he just plays like shit and they throw him on the bench and leave him there for a while. So he's definitely not somebody who I think is really ever cash game playable. But for GPPs, the Pacers are giving up the most fantasy points to opposing centers this year. So interesting upside for Nurkic at 6,400. I think him and Lillard are the stronger plays from this side of the game. Al Farouk Aminu at 5,000, I think is in play, but not necessarily a super strong play at 5,000, just somebody worth considering. And that pretty much does it for the slate. That's all the games. Um, once again, I think I do think that the Orlando-Cleveland is the best spot to stack. And then depending on how the Philadelphia-Boston game sets up, that could also be a really strong stack spot and less interest for me in the two later games on the slate. Just really looking out for the injury news on Kyrie Irving and Marcus Smart because those are going to be the keys to the slate. So that will finish today's podcast. I'll be back with Matt for Friday slate. You can follow me on Twitter at GArenbergDFS. Matt's Twitter handle is at PreachingSense. And I will be back tomorrow.